0: Download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host Jay Spence the King. And I am back for the first time as a fan of the AFC East champion, Buffalo Bills. I like how that thing sound when I said it, so I'm gonna run that back. I am back for the first time as a fan of the AFC East champion, Buffalo Bills. It's been over two decades since I have had the opportunity to say I am representing a champion When it comes to my football team I'm just telling y'all man I I said it on the chop up Sunday I said it last week with Matt I'm going to say it again I just think this is our year And I don't want to jump the gun I know we got the Patriots This is Patriots week And I know you got to beat the man to be the man And I know that the champions Right now The defending champions are the Kansas City Chiefs And they still have the best record in the league So I'm fully aware of what road we have to travel I'm fully aware of the things that we have to accomplish in order to dethrone or to to even just give ourselves the crown I'm fully aware of it but I'm just telling you things just seem like they're all coming together especially for me as a fan man my Lakers won the championship this year the Bills this is the best that they've been the defense is starting to play well it's just look, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I keep telling everybody I got my ticket to the Super Bowl. So I expect to see the Buffalo Bills there. I will be very, very heartbroken if I plan this vacation with my boo and then my boo don't show up. So Buffalo Bills, boo thing. Please show up for me. I love you so much. Just do that for me. Just do that for me. But listen, I'm going to get right into it. I got a good show today. I got my brother joining me. My man Sterles, Sterling from Cover One joining me, co-host of the Hoof Pod. He, you know, he lives out in Denver. So, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about just how it feels out there right now. What what they're talking about, how they see Josh Allen. I give my, you know, I give my speech and my final Maybe not final. We still got a couple more weeks, but I give my hurrah. My, I, I really believe Josh Allen is the MVP of the of this league. I know that Aaron Rodgers. It it seems like it's his year for it, and Patrick Mahomes is still playing. I mean, Pat Pat Mahomes is amazing. Patrick Mahomes is amazing, but I I really believe that it's Josh for a, for a few reasons. And we talk about that. So we go over all of that. One of the things I want to talk about before I jump into the interview with Sterling here, is it is it weird to you, the way it's weird to me, that you have other fan bases envying you. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe everybody else is used to this, but you know, it's one of the sayings that like my coach in, in high school used to say to us like when we would start when we finally started to win some games he's like you know act like you've been here before i, I haven't been here as a football fan and i don't know how to act like it so i'm i'm sorry <laughs> to all the other fan bases who do kind of interact with me here and there and i'm sorry to even you know other other content creators look i haven't been here before so let, let me enjoy this i'm going to thoroughly enjoy this as much as possible because I don't believe that we should take advantage of this moment as we've seen you know the buffalo bills went to the super bowl 4 years in a row and then they weren't able to get back to the playoffs they had they had some decent years but they weren't able to to regain that same success there was a 17 year drought you, you got to You got to celebrate and you got to appreciate these moments. So while everybody might be upset about the way fans were celebrating after the game and they went to the airport, granted, there's a pandemic. So I I fully understand and I, I can to some extent agree with the people who say, hey, this just isn't smart. There's a pandemic going on. Are people wearing masks? Are people social distancing? You got people like halfway leaning into Josh Norman's car and Josh Allen is rolling his window down. So my concern, yes, is for not just the players, but my concern is also for the the people of the community. I get that everybody misses the team and we want to go to games, but, you know, I I care about people. I I don't want to hear about any of my friends getting sick and dying from this one of my best friends one of my brothers just told me you know a couple hours ago that he just recovered from it and I didn't even know you know I have friends who have friends or family members passing away from this thing so my biggest concern is just making sure everybody's safe I I I really do when I when I say I love everybody and I do my posts like hey have you checked in on a loved one that's really me I check in on people I always think about people And it's the same way for in in large when I think about the fan base. I love the fan base. So I want everybody safe. But at the same time, for the love of God, let people be fans. Let people be happy to celebrate the fact that we're the AFC East champions. Let's celebrate the fact that we have a dominant team. We won the game 48 to 19. Even if we didn't win the AFC East championship this past uh, Sunday, We won 48 to 19. That's a game that should be celebrated. That doesn't happen every week, especially in Buffalo. When's the last time you remember the offense scoring that amount of points? And it felt like they could have scored more. At one point of the game, you know, Patrick Mahomes even tweeted it. Somehow Josh Allen scored three times on one drive. And we ended up not even getting the touchdown on that drive. The Andre Roberts fumble made this game look closer than it really was. If, if the normal, the, the very sure-handed, under normal circumstances, Andre Roberts, if he didn't fumble right there and give them that short field and allowed them to score, they wouldn't even have the 19 points. It, it, it's just, it's incredible. Allow people to enjoy themselves and to have fun and to love this. Enough of me yelling at people, telling you what to do. I just I just want everybody to have fun. man. And this is to me, it's it's part of the best. um, The year hasn't been the best, but this has been just one of the best feelings as a fan. So I just wanted to take that moment to tell everybody, like, go ahead and enjoy this. Go enjoy this and allow others around you to enjoy it. Those of us who want to celebrate, celebrate those who want to drink, drink it up, man. Pop bottles. If you want to whatever. Some people, I saw them pulling out tables again. Jump through some tables. I'm telling you, if we win the Super Bowl, I'm going through a table. It's happening. Now, I might need Joe to add me to his insurance because he got a better insurance than me. So I need you to add me to your insurance because my back is going to be jacked up when I jump through this table. But if we win the Super Bowl, I'm telling you right now, it's happening. Jay Spencer King is going through a table. We're going to do this live. We're going to do this live. So I'm going to need Joe to, to help me out. Hold my back. You know what I mean? Like, I need a doctor, dog. But in reality, for real, this week coming up, Bills Patriots. I'm looking forward to it. You all know that Cam is my guy. I don't think we're going to actually see Cam. I think that they're going to start still. And I think that the Buffalo Bills are going to dominate. Even if they do start Cam, I don't I don't see Cam. Um, he hasn't been playing well this year. And as much as I love him and as much as, you know, I try to support him, you know, he has to figure out if first, if New England is where he needs to be, because I don't think New England is built for a guy like Cam. His arm looks shot. But I think part of it is also the fact that the receivers don't get any separation. But his arm does look shot. I don't know if that's so this shoulder surgery really hurt him or not. But, man, he does not look like the same Cam. He does not. But. Buffalo bills. I'm giving my prediction next week. The Buffalo bills on Monday night football will beat the new England Patriots in Foxboro. We are going to win that game. 35. I'm going to say 35, 35 to 10. And that's only because I just don't think that their offense can move the ball. And Stefan Gilmore is out with the partially torn quad. So I just don't think that they'll be able to, to do anything with Josh. So, there you have it. I'm gonna get right into it. Got my man Sterling. I need y'all to check this out. Let me know how you feel. Drop some comments. Don't Go Bills. This is a Jay Spence exclusive. exclusive. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know how I do it. I always. First of all, I always come with the dopest content, but not because it's me. It's because of who I have as a guest. And every week, it seems like it gets better and better. So this week, I got my man, I got my family joining me. My 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 man from over at Cover One, from the hoof pod, my man, I always call him Steros for the girls, and I'm, I'm sure people get tired of that. But so what is my <laughs> man Steros? What's going on, bro? Oh, dude, hey, it's always a
2: pleasure, man. Like you said, man, we're family, bro. So it's, you know. hey I'll chop it up with you all day you already know that
1: yeah I feel like and that's why I had to just hit record because I feel like every time we do get up it's like we just start talking and it's like okay wait wait we're supposed to be doing the pod. let's let's start (laughs) recording so so but we'll just get into it because we are like I said we didn't already start talking so um first things first man like out there where you live right now your backyard our boys just was there and we we locked up the division in your backyard man tell me how the the area is right now like how does it feel in denver right now how what's the um
2: you know it's salty salty, dog (laughs) (laughs) it's so salty right now bro hey so like broncos fan they they have this like false idea of what like they think they're supposed to win every game every season winning season despite what their roster looks like despite what john elway does at the quarterback position they just have this expectation of greatness and then Mm -hmm. to see them like they're just like oh my god Josh Allen's real like we should have drafted him and they're they're, they're like having all these visceral emotions it's kind of funny dude it's kind of funny so to see it in our backyard like I mean I'm like 10-15 minutes from the stadium you know what I'm saying so it's like they right there and Josh Allen's in there dealing so it, it's just it's hilarious bro it's hilarious
1: well after the game they asked him about it and he said well I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be but prior to the game I'm trying to remember who it was that asked him but somebody asked him about the denver game josh i'm talking about they asked him about it and he said you know they could have drafted me at four and, and he left it at that so it's like when i heard that he's ready to come out. like he, he's ready to put something down yeah. so you said right now the energy out there is salty how um because i obviously i don't get to hear like the local radio out there and all that stuff how how are they t- What's the perception of Buffalo now? At least, you know, from, from the outside looking in now that they just got beat out there. How do how do they view Josh? How do they how do they view the defense? And, you know?
2: Well, they love him. They they love it because it's like they they Josh Allen is what they want Drew Locke to be, right? And uh so everything that's coming out of their mouth now is positive, looking like, okay, well, this is how they built their team, this is how they built their squad. They developed the young quarterback. Drew Locke does show a little bit of Josh Allen in him. But, again, I think structure matters. I think roster building matters, and they just haven't taken their medicine when it comes to, like, actually hitting that full reset, that full rebuild. So, you know, they got to sell out on the quarterback, and they they haven't done that with Drew Locke yet. I mean, dude is here, and, you know, he don't even know if he's going to be there next year, honestly. Like, that's yeah. everything I'm hearing you know what I'm saying? So, yeah,
1: I was um going into the game and and you know even prior to the season, this I had that game circled as one that I didn't want to overlook. And the reason being it was because the defense was so um I felt like the blueprint for for the Broncos is what the Bills had last year, where it's like, okay, Josh Allen wasn't necessarily going to win the game for us, but he'd win the game for us if we could keep the game close and we give him the ball last and i feel like that's what denver tries to do they try to keep the game close and if if you get drew lock the ball with you know three minutes left he just might do it because he can pull out every he can pull out some heroics and do something special so you know what do you feel like the plan out there is is drew lock the guy going forward are they still you know is it kind of up in the air um because i know he didn't have a great game against us but you know the film that i got to that i did watch prior to the game leading up to the bills game it was like okay he 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 has some flashes that he he
2: really could be the guy yeah like that's and you said it you said it correctly like he has flashes but it's not consistent you know and we saw that with josh allen like it wasn't really consistent and drew lock isn't that guy when the chips are down you know the last minute he's just gonna pull through he hasn't shown that enough yet so i i just think they need to uh You know, they did them a disservice by putting so many young weapons around them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whereas the Bills put veteran wide receivers and offensive linemen around them. So they got a lot of injuries, man. And uh, that definitely matters. But I think that they, if I was John Elway, I would consider looking uh, at the draft at another quarterback, man. I mean, I mean, you can't not take enough quarterbacks if you, you know. you don't have one you got to keep taking them like i don't think drew lock is that guy unless they really like get a good offensive coordinator right and an offensive system that suits drew lock like something more spread heavy kind of like what we see with josh allen so they they gotta until john elway gets a plan there is there is it will always be this kind of shit show
1: now the thing that's interesting to me as a bills fan at this point so since saturday I feel like nobody is really talking about the game. Nobody, like nobody, is talking about um, the Andre Roberts fumble. Nobody's talking about, you know, the defense. Play. So one of the big adjustments that I feel like played a huge part in the reason why we were so successful against Drew Lock is I feel like the defense purposely made sure that their hands were up. And I know that yeah. sounds like something small. It sounds like something that's not that big of a deal. But when you're when there are hands in the passing lanes even if you don't necessarily get a turnover, you're getting that that offense off the field. And I feel like we saw a conscious effort from the defense to make sure every time you knew you can't get to the quarterback, you stop and get your hands up. What do you think about the defensive game plan and and how they, they executed everything this past weekend?
2: I think, you know, we're seeing each and every week the Bills kind of get their wits about him as far as defense goes. And Oliver is, is a catalyst to the defense for the front seven. He's not getting enough credit. He's playing out of position. But, yeah, dude, he's getting his hands up. The awareness that he's showing on the field and how he split two defenders uh, and and hit Drew Locke on a sack. I mean, the defensive line is the catalyst. And this is why they spend so much money on defensive line. Now, we wanted that production to happen a lot sooner in the season. But if it's gonna peak, it's peaking at the right time. So and Tremaine Edmonds, dude, we we, we don't talk enough about him, like for real. Man. Like I know he had a rough early season because he was injured, but the dude is playing lights out right now. He's playing lights out, man. He's playing lights now, guess out. What?
1: Um so and I don't know if you got a chance to see this because at this point, um, it, it's just been announced and released. Now, Tremaine Edmonds has been elected to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so you know, and and even though we felt like he was having a rough early part of the season. He absolutely deserves to be in the Pro Bowl this year, man. Like, right. the, the, you, to your point, it's starting to, they're starting to figure things out. They're starting yeah. to gel at the right time. And I feel like, you know, that's the most important part. It's not who's the best team all year long. Because if it came down to it, then nine times out of ten, the team that really wins the right. Super Bowl wouldn't win the Super Bowl. Right. It comes down to are you the best team at the end of the year? Yep, and and right now I feel like it's coming together for the Bills as to where we're starting to see the defense that we've been wanting from last season. Yep. So so yeah, statistically it doesn't look like it because when you factor in that first half of the season or the the first three quarters of the season, really, um, when you factor those games in, we don't we don't look like a number two defense. But now, dude, the defense looks. Like you said, Ed Oliver, man, he's playing out of position, but he's playing lights out every time you saw uh, any type of disturbance in the backfield. Ed Oliver was around it. Every time there was a play knocked down, a ball knocked down at the line of scrimmage, Ed Oliver was part of it. Yep. he he's balling, man. Yeah. And and you know what, Levi Wallace for two weeks in a row, oh, told me he was like, yo, Spence, I need you to put some respect on my name. There we go. And I need you to sit there, there we go. and that up. You know what I mean? So he did it two weeks in a row. So I'm first of all, I'm super proud of him. And and I said this on the chop up Sunday. The only reason why I even, you know, was vocal at all about Levi, I'm a Levi fan. I think he's really one of my favorite cornerbacks in the league. And that's not that's not like I'm not just saying it as a because yeah. I'm a Bills fan. I have a signed helmet in here from him. I have a jersey sign. Like I I'm an actual Levi Wallace fan. So my expectations of him were like, look. I've seen you perform better than what you've been performing. I've seen you do it. Now, if you're not healthy, that's one thing. Right. But but we're claiming that you're healthy. You're supposed to be out there and you're healthy. I need to see you better, man. And and you know what? He's doing it. He's doing it. So, bravo. I'm super proud of him. I'm super proud of the defense. But what else, uh, you know, so as far as, because I mentioned the hands up, what else yeah. do you think that they did that that really stuck out to you that said, okay, defensively, these boys just figured Denver out? Well, I
2: think it's twofold. Man. I think for one, Leslie Frazier, Sean McDermott have decided to start adding pressure. They start, they're starting to blitz. I mean, we've seen that, you know, since week 10 they're, they've been blitzing a lot more and the deep, honestly, man, it really goes back to the defensive line. Like when the defensive line can apply pressure, see, that's why I think that's why Levi Wallace, to your point, wasn't playing well I mean, other than being injured, but he wasn't playing well early in the season because the defensive line couldn't get pressure on the quarterback. And if you leave Levi Wallace out there to cover for three four seconds, he's going to get toasted. He's just not physically gifted to to hang with some of these better upper echelon wide receivers. So the fact that the defensive line is actually in sync, Matt Milano does help A.J. Klein doing what he's doing to Tremaine M is holding down the middle. Now we're starting to see Levi Wallace from last year, you know, the first eight, nine games of the season where he was just straight locking down. Like so they've kind of found their groove. On how everybody fits that one eleven, like Sean McDermott says. So this defense, I'm telling you right now, bro, this defense moving forward, they, they need to be afraid. They, they, the league needs to be on notice. They need to be afraid because they're peaking at the right time. It's like March Madness when you see a team like starting to peak in January, February, mm-hmm. and carry that momentum through. Like nobody, nobody really takes the Bills serious right now. And, and you know, I'm not a homer when it comes to the Bills. Like, I always keep it a buck with these guys, but like, yeah. I really do think they're like. Top two, top three team in the league right now. They're playing like it.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, I got beat up a lot of times um, previously because, same like you, I just try to be an honest. Um, you know, I I don't want to be the type of content creator that only says the stuff that fans want yeah. to hear. I want to be able to give you the, you know, just honest opinions on things so you can take both sides of it. I, I want people to be able to do that. Dude, we're legit. Yeah. That, this is not me being a homer. We're legit. Like, the Bills... Honest to God, I I think that we have everything that's needed to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And then in the NFC, honest to God, I don't think that now I think Green Bay, because of their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers can win any game at any given time. For sure. But other than that, I'm not afraid of any team in the NFC. Like there's not one roster in the NFC that makes me say if we meet them in the Super Bowl, uh, we might not win. I feel like if we get if we get to the Super Bowl it's ours. Yeah. And that, that might, I might be premature in saying that because I know we went to four Super Bowls and didn't win. That's why you play the game because you got to play the game. And I get it. I'm not scared of the NFC. I'm not.
2: Nah, I'm not either. And then when you look at like, so I was watching the Saints and Chiefs game yesterday. It's like the Saints are, they're dope as hell, but Drew Brees holds them back. Cause he's not the Drew Brees that he once was. So, like, if you get him in that situation, okay, you're gonna have a Michael Thomas that's that's he's been banged up, and then you have you, they can't if you can't separate against Kansas City's DBs, what makes you think you're gonna separate against Buffalo's, you know, DBs? And they, it's not gonna happen, dude. So, like, they're gonna have problems there. And then you know, you look at uh, the Packers. The Packers, they soft. If you ask me, they're soft. They are a finesse team the bills are definitely they gonna hit you in the mouth so yeah. i mean there there's positive i mean there's so many like silver lines that you can look at when i when i look and evaluate the matchups and so forth and the, if you want to you know bring up the chiefs okay great like the chiefs mahomes is obviously all world right but when you look at the chiefs defense outside of chris jones and tyron matthew they could be exploited all over and now you got a slow Le'Veon bell have you did you notice that he kind of lost a step
1: Yeah, he's not he's not Le'Veon Bell. So like, while I while I do think that Adam Gase is an idiot, I also think that he that Bell really did lose a step. Man, he does not look anything like what I was expecting. I thought he was going to get to Kansas City, and it was like, okay, now this just isn't fair.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely looks like he lost a step. I noticed that yesterday, man. So, and the Clyde was hilarious. I mean, he got a high ankle sprain. That's what they said. So they don't know when he's going to return. They say he can make a playoff push, playoff run, but. On a, I mean, ask John Brown with the high ankle sprain. It's like, bro, you ain't. <laughs> I mean, his whole his whole game is predicated on you know you know elusiveness, right? So they're gonna have to make sure he's healthy, and when he does get back, he's gonna be on a pitch count. So that definitely hurt. That hurts them. That makes them one dimensional, right? And if the Bills can make you one dimensional, I think that plays to their advantage.
1: So I feel a little a a little bad because we're talking about the playoffs, and I'm talking about the Super Bowl, and I'm talking about all this stuff. We have a game coming up. On Monday Night Football next week, where again the reason, and we'll, we're going to talk about why I think Josh Allen will win the MVP this year. But before I talk about that, did you just say that? I did, and i will come oh, back. Okay. We'll come back. Okay. We'll get there. I promise. We'll get there. All right, all right. But, but so we're going up against the New England Patriots, and my guy Cam hasn't looked good recently. He he just hasn't. You know, it is what it is. Um. Now, they are officially eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah. Do you think we see Stidham or do you think we see Cam? Because at this point, I almost feel like if Belichick can find a way to really stick it to any team in the league, it would be the Jets. And if they go with Stidham and if Stidham plays for the final two weeks of the season and he doesn't play well, they play against the Jets week 17. If the Jets end up winning another, because the Jets can still kind of get that number one seed. If the Jets win another game and and really fall out of that number one, can you think of a better way to stick it to an organization that you hate?
2: I love it. I love it. I love that theory.
1: Maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist. I love it.
2: But what, who do you think we see uh, next Monday? I think you see Jared Stidham. I, I really do think if you care about Cam and you think he has a shot at being your quarterback next year and or if you're just unsure, I think you start Jared Stidham. Man. I, I, you know, Cam, I don't know if you saw his uh, post-game interview, but he made some comments. Like, he was talking about how, you know, we got young guys that don't, you know, wide receivers and, and some of them players on the team that don't get it. Like, he's calling people out. When you say, hey, y'all don't get it, that's alarming to me. Like, and I think they didn't do, you know, I think they did Cam a disservice, man. They waited so long to sign the dude, like, and we all know the offseason was kind of crazy. And then you don't give him no weapons. So, like, what do you think he's supposed to do?
1: Well, but, and so the thing is, they did wait so long to sign him, but I also feel like Carolina, Carolina waited so long to cut yeah,
2: him. Yeah, that's true. You
1: get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, think, I think they did Cam a disservice because, now granted, I, I think the Chicago Bears still could have signed him. Yeah, but at that point, you have already dedicated two roster positions and good money to yep. two quarterbacks. You don't have a need to bring Cam Newton in there. Right. But I, I feel like, and I know you see Cam and his arm doesn't look like what old, like what we remember right. Cam to be. But those receivers get no separation. None. Like, there's a reason why Tom Brady left, and if people want to don't want to admit that, they're just purposely want to make excuses for Tom. Yep. There is a reason why he left cam newton is throwing to me joe you and and bruce nolan out there and bruce might he might actually be athletic i don't know we we don't (laughs) see bruce but my point is like he's he's out there throwing to guys that really does not know they're not they're not wide receivers for the nfl they're not They, they just aren't so i feel bad for cam in that sense but there is buffalo in 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 patriots week so i don't feel bad for cam like F that dude, you know what I'm saying? I'll do respect. you my guy, that's Cam. It's hard for you to F say F that, that because that's your guy. It is that's it is hard guy. for me to say that because I love Cam. Yeah. But but this week is F that dude. Like there, there's no love. You know, I, I cut my uncle off last week against the Denver Broncos. So you know I'm gonna cut Cam off when we playing the dude. So yeah, it's over. It's over.
2: Yeah. No, dude. I think it's uh Hey man, they, you're right. They can't. They can't separate, dude. And, and we seen that when, when Josh Allen's first year. Look at the wide receivers he had—guys that don't deserve to be in the league. And when your leading receivers, Jacoby Myers, like, that's a problem. That's a big problem.
1: That's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> problem, problem is an understatement. Yeah. Like you know. So, but going so going into the week, right? What do you feel like? Because um, obviously, I feel like the Buffalo Bills are a better team. We yeah, You know, we sure. just feel like that what do you think new England has to do and can do to play spoiler like next week, you know, like we're riding high right now and, you know, we're riding, we're riding this wave. Like, yo, we just won the AFC East for the first time. And, you know, since Jesus was here, you know, and we got, so, so we're finally loving this feeling. What do you think the Patriots can do to to be a spoiler this weekend for us?
2: Uh, They got to run the ball. I I think if you attack the edges of this bill's defense uh, from the defensive line, uh, defensive ends out, I think you're going to have success. I think you got to use misdirection. Um, lots of that. I think, because I think when you, when you look at pure matchup, I think, you know, the Patriots offensive line matches up very well. And they probably kind of get the edge over the bills, defensive line uh, outside of Ed Oliver. I mean, who else is really going to stout against the run? Not, you know, not really. Mm-hmm. So I think you run the foot, run the hell out of the football, use play action when you need to pass. Um, and I think that's an easy enough game plan for Derek uh, Stenham to execute. Now, What's gonna What's gonna go wrong is if you know on first and second down you get nowhere on the, in the run game. Now you're it's over because McDermott's gonna pin the ears back and then you know in coverage you can forget about it because they can't separate and we excel in coverage anyway. So they they gotta run the ball well. First down is key. They gotta get you know four five six yards on first down. Man, they gotta keep the stick short. That's the only way they're gonna win.
1: Now I tell you what, if they start Stidham, they they they're really not gonna be able to run against us because what we're going to do at that point we know he can't throw right like so so and i know cam really hasn't thrown well but there's still that element of yo that's cam so right. you know you're going to respect him to a certain degree just because with stidham i i feel like you know let's we can man up on the outside and yeah. we could just let this thing work and we put everybody that we need to put in that box y'all want to run come on run it yeah. y'all throw it y'all got trey out there and then we're gonna rotate between norman and 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 Levi on the other end So come on, try us if you want to We got our safeties that yeah. that, that hold that thing down Try us yeah. I feel like that's going to be the game plan for the Bills I just don't see them I, I don't It's so weird, man It's so weird to, to look at the Patriots And not have a feeling of I just have no nerves About this game at yeah. all
2: yeah, I don't either. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of the Patriots. I mean, it, it feels nice to have a division locked up, though. I ain't gonna be on. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna cap on that. Like just to have the division locked up, but you know, Belichick is going. He's gonna bring it. They're gonna bring it. It ain't gonna be an easy game. I think the Bills are gonna blow them out, though. But you know what's interesting, though, It's like I, I really did think that uh, the Dolphins were gonna uh, lose to the Patriots yesterday. I really did. Like I thought, you know, and Tua didn't have a great game. I mean, they held him under two hundred yards passing. Like they they pretty much hemmed him up, um, but I, I felt like you know Belichick had one for him. You know I felt like they, but their offense is just trash. They can't get it moving, and that's a problem, man. That's a problem. So
1: yeah, and and as a as a Cam fan, it's tough for me to say it, but it's like Cam's just not the answer there. Like he, he's just not. And I'm not saying he's not the answer. Like he can't go somewhere else and play well. I do think Cam can still start in this league and i think he can still you know he can win some games the the issue is the like we just talked about the players the weapons that they give him they don't give him anything to work with man like they just don't so but i
2: got something for you though hold on i asked you a question because i I was kind of thinking about this when i was thinking about cam newton do you think uh knowing what we know about cam newton he's like very flamboyant very like uh he's he's just that type of leader like he's he's loose he needs to be in an environment where he's free to be himself and i don't think new england uh poses that because they kind of have their this is how we do everything and you will conform to this and they're kind of you know strict that way Mm -hmm. do you think that plays uh in the effect of what cam has not been able to do this year
1: hell yeah joe and i were talking about that this morning actually we um I don't even know what we were talking about and we went into it, but the conversation basically just went to the point where Joe even mentioned, he's like, I just feel like all the the character and all the fun and passion that we see from cam just got sucked out of him in new England. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah, you, he'll get a first down and you might see him do the, maybe just the, the first down thing. He'll score a touchdown maybe, but it's it's still not the same cam that we're yeah. used to. And, you know, it's, but like I said, I don't even want to give him an excuse for it because at the end of the day, I think he has, what, five passing touchdowns in the last eight games or something? Saying like that, man. Yeah, like awesome. like regardless of what your passion is, you're, you're NFL quarterback. You're starting quarterback. You got to throw the ball. You, you just do. And and that's why I kind of get bent out of shape when people kind of disrespect the Lamar Jackson thing too. Like I get that he's a phenomenal runner. Lamar Jackson can throw the ball. And he and he he's not the best throw of the ball, but he won an MVP doing so. Cam yeah. is not even on that level. Like, Cam, he looks bad this year. And, and like I said, that's tough for me to say. <laughs> it's, super, like, it's so bad because I love him. But, dude, know, he bro. looks bad.
2: I know, man. I know it's rough, man. And I, it's funny that you mentioned Lamar Jackson. I, I, Lamar Jackson struggles throwing the ball. I don't care what nobody says. I mean, there are fundamental principles and, and things that you expect out of a franchise quarterback when throwing the ball. I think he needs to. What else do they need to give him? I mean, okay, a bona fide number one wide receiver, great, but like yo, he's gotta he's gotta get better outside the numbers. I mean, he can't just everything can't be in the seam in a drag. You know, you gotta be able to like thread the needle, you know, like look Josh Allen, for instance, look at what he did against the Broncos. I mean, there was not a throw that we didn't see him make. Like he he did everything that you expected a quarterback to do throwing the ball. See, Lamar Jackson has developed. Into that more this coming off. See, season. for
1: me, I think I think the issue, or not, because it's not an issue. I think the the biggest difference between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson is that <clears throat> while they're both gifted, like freak athletes, yeah. I think the difference is that Lamar Jackson has always been so much more gifted than everybody yeah. else. Oh yeah. He, He's been faster. He's been quick. He can – you know, like his change of direction is is just out of this world. So I think for him, he's he's been able to depend on that so much. And yeah. last season when he won the MVP, teams just couldn't figure out the quickness. Now there's film on him and, and, and teams are – I mean, he, they're still winning. They're still not the worst sure. team in the league. But they figured out Lamar Jackson a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. The difference with Josh is – while Josh, yeah, he he was physical and he could run faster than most people could, you know, he could throw the ball to the moon, you know, but his mental aspect of the game for him was the part that that really took off for him. And, yeah. and I think he took pride in he wants to be known as one of those. Aaron Rodgers, Brent Favre. He he wants to be known as a guy that makes good decisions and he's going to be one of the best. That's what he wants to be. Not that Lamar doesn't, but Lamar, I don't think he's gotten to the point where he's letting the mental part take over. He's still thinking, well, hell, I'll just run past everybody. I just run through the line. Oh, I Got you. Got you. Got you. Josh. He 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 focused on the mental this past this past offseason. He's like, no, I have to do things the right way. So I, I think there's the, that's the difference. Because Lamar has just been so freakishly better. He's just better.
2: I love, I love that. Because think about this, then. You mentioned, like Josh Allen tell you, like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, some of his idols. Who does who does Lamar Jackson have to look up to? Because I think Lamar Jackson is probably the most gifted quarterback that you will ever see put on a pad and a helmet. Like he is he is he is an outlier, complete outlier. Who does he have to role model his game after? Vic Yeah, but even that I mean, Vic was Vic didn't develop as a passive tool later in his career, right?
1: And that's what I'm saying, Vic. Yeah. So, if, if you're saying so, like you're going to compare him to Vic, and then even if you want to say somebody who's not on the same level of greatness, Tyrod Taylor more recently, yeah. But then Tyrod, again, I, I Lamar is light years better yeah. than Tyrod Taylor already. So, it, it's just not even a fair comparison. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm with you it's like at some point he has to say okay I have this I have this talent and this ability to be great in this way but I need to learn how to be a quarterback yeah. Like yeah. I need to learn how to like you said throw outside the numbers and like I think a couple of weeks ago Judge Mathis and I were joking on Twitter because like he finally threw the ball it was a touchdown to his tight end on the left side of the field, I saw like, that. Had, I saw that. I and saw and that. Judge and I got a joke in about it because he's like, "Oh, well, congratulations for his first touchdown outside the numbers." And it's just like, I mean, he's right. Like, I can't keep defending people if you're not even trying to throw the ball out there, man. Like, you got to yeah. look like you're trying.
2: Yeah. No. And that and that was a great throw. I was impressed when he when he threw that pass. He needs to do more of it, bro. Uh, but yeah, you're right, man. He they he has to. I wish that he would like work out with like. Uh, Josh Allen's quarterback coach, or or somebody, because I, once Lamar Jackson figures that little piece out, it's over. I mean, we saw what he did to the league last year. You're gonna yeah. see more of that if he can get that part sorted out.
1: Dude, it's if game he can, over. If he can figure out the throwing aspect of the game. It's gonna get to the point where you can't leave a spy on him because if he if you leave a spy, you're leaving a a somebody uncovered and he's going to kill you and then he's going to run because you can't have a spot so if he could figure out that passing game he'll be like undeniable he'll be undeniable so but i don't want to uh stick on lamar because i don't even know how we got there. you know what i mean yeah (laughs) another another quick aspect before and we'll get back to the patriots real quick but before we do tonight man um it's the first night of the nba and my boys is you know they're, they're trying to go back to back your Denver boys look good.
2: Yeah, no, nah, dude, but it's the Lakers show, man. What what y'all did in the offseason, man? Like, Mark Gasol is the the to me is the biggest pickup that you could have had just because of what he provides. He's a big, he's a big man who can shoot the three. He plays defense. Uh, he he's another he's another coach on the field, man. And when LeBron's not in there, you know, Gasol is that dude. Like, he he just it may not show up on on the stat sheet, but it's gonna oh, show up. And, and playoff time, Vic, it's, it's but, huge, man. It's huge. Like,
1: so what I the, – the, the part in the playoffs that I loved about Rondo was the, the intelligence. Like, with him and LeBron on the floor at the same time, Mark Gasol and LeBron, we're about to see some of the best passing. Oh like, they're about God. to put on passing clinics, dude. And and then um, – so we also signed the sixth man of the year and the sixth man of the year runner-up. So you're adding 36 points off the bench. Well, I do think Derek. I think Derek Schroeder is going to start, but you're adding another 36 points that we really were struggling to find last year. You know, we just extended Kuz. I think Kuz is going to have a better year because the, the role is more yeah, defined. And let's not even talk about Taylor. Like, like we 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 got a diamond in the rough that slipped through to the second round to us last year. And this dude, you got you got nice. Kawhi. Like, yo, who is he? Who is he? <laughs> Nice, is he, bro. Dude? he is nice, nice. and nobody knows about nice.
2: him. That's that's what he's smooth. He is, <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. The Lakers are they're good, bro. And I love that they added speed. Like Dennis Schroeder, dude, he he he, he is, dude, he is a mini like Westbrook, like in terms of like how he can transition from 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 end to end. That guy, he I'm telling you, bro, yeah, he got look,
1: that energy. He got
2: that, that energy. We y'all, y'all didn't have that last year, they were kind of no. slow, they were kind of slow. And you remember,
1: I hated the fact that we had Rondo. I
2: told you he was going to pay big dividends in the playoffs. I told you.
1: You did. And I I admitted it live. You know, I gave (laughs) you the prize. I'm I'm still very happy that he's no longer on our roster. I'm super happy about that. You know, Dennis Froder was absolutely an upgrade. A trillion percent an upgrade, so I'm I'm happy with my roster. So we don't have to stick too much on. Ba- I know everybody uh, listening is like, "Come on, man, this is uh, a freaking bill show. I don't want to listen to basketball." So we'll get back that's to what football, we do, man. That's what we do. Yeah, we, we do, but because I'm excited about tonight, I'm, I'm excited about the the uh, the league is gonna celebrate my team with the ring ceremony, and uh, you know, so I, I'm excited. But back to football. A couple minutes ago, you were like shocked that I said something, so we can run it back to that. I am gonna say it again. Josh Allen will win the league MVP this season. And I can give you reasons, but I feel like you already know the reasons. No, I, I, you know what? I don't have
2: any preconceived notions. I would love for you to tell me because I think the league loves Aaron Rodgers, man. And and no matter what Josh Allen does in these next two games, the dude is going to have to have like six touchdowns a game for him to win it. But because I feel like the league is already just pretty much giving it to Aaron Rodgers, man. They need, they need that. You know what
1: I'm well, saying? That's fair, that's I fair think, because he's at the point of his career where it's almost right. like you need another one. <laughs> you right. need another one. Let's let's get this to you before yeah. it's too late. So I got because you. you're
2: gonna have Mahomes and then Rodgers. they want them in the Super Bowl. That's that's just how it's gonna work. So Josh is gonna have to put up some big time numbers for the next two weeks. Well, he can do so it though.
1: This why, but this is the reason why I feel like um I feel like so the game that we saw this past Sunday, he doesn't play like that every week. So I'm not going to sit here and say like, that's just Josh. Yeah. But the thing is he plays like that every week. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like he right. gives you two passing touchdowns in a rushing or two rushing touchdowns two passing. Like, like his numbers might not be perfect where it's like 80%, whatever, but Josh is going to give you 60 yards on the ground, 300 yards in the air. Stefan Diggs is a monster right now. Yeah. And, the, the way the end of the season was set up for us, it was prime time after prime time after prime time after prime time. The nation is falling in love with the story of who Josh Allen is. At this point, they I fell love in that. love with the small story about the kid from Wyoming, or actually the kid who grew up on a farm, who didn't get a Division I scholarship offer, who went to Wyoming, uh, not a, not a big school at all, really didn't even people thought he wouldn't even really he shouldn't have been drafted top 10 now he turns into this kid he looks a lot like what Patrick Mahomes looked like he's breaking every single record in the buffalo bills this is going to be the promo i just figured this part out i didn't even plan this he's breaking every single record in the buffalo bills record books he's going to be the first quarterback to bring buffalo a super bowl like i'm telling you this kid is special and the world has fallen in love with him right before our eyes. A star is being born in Western New York. Josh Allen is going to win the MVP.
2: I, you know what? That's very well said. I, and, and it could happen. I, I was doing some research because I wanted to know how Josh Allen stacked up against Jim Kelly's first three years as a Buffalo Bill. And then I got some stats for you. So Jim Kelly definitely leads in, like, yards, right? Uh 9,771. Josh Allen has 9,163 but Josh Allen has 60 passing touchdowns. Jim Kelly had 56, but Josh Allen also has 25 rushing touchdowns added to that. Like he, you talk about smashing records and he has uh, 30 interceptions versus 45 interceptions. Like he is smashing Jim in a lot of categories, bro. Uh, And you could say, well, you know, it was a different era, but yes, but the bills did do a K gun. So they were running the spread offense before there was a spread offense. So it's kind of, you can kind of look at it as the same thing, man. Like, Josh Allen's smashing Jim Kelly's records right now. Like his first three years, Josh Allen is, is way better. Better record, too. Win-loss record.
1: And I'm going I'm to put this out there. Jim Kelly was older. He had a completely better chance to be better his yeah. first three years. After, after turning us down and going to Houston and playing in another professional league, he had the experience in, that Josh never got in college. Yeah. He didn't play for a big school or he didn't play for a professional program. So Josh was coming into this thing. I I look at Josh's rookie year as like his first real college, like his first year in college with real talent around him. That was his learning curve. So physically, yeah, it's the NFL, so it's different. But but his learning curve started his rookie year, whereas the Baker Mayfields and a lot of these kids that – well, I don't want to call them kids. A lot of these young men that played in in big schools – Tua Alabama, he's had experience in yeah. big games like this. Deshaun Watson, Clemson, he's had experience in big games yeah. like this. So Josh didn't. Josh Allen is doing. Th- he's defying every single odd that everybody tried to put against him. All the quote unquote pros who, who the draft analysts, everybody besides maybe Mel Kiper Jr. Yeah, he he, he rolled for Josh hard. Everybody else, oh, Josh Allen can't hit the side of a barn if he stood next to it. He couldn't do, <laughs> like, you know, you hear all of this stuff. He couldn't, he couldn't hit water if he jumped out of a boat. I, like, I read these things, and it's like, yeah. okay, you're saying this stuff. Meanwhile, Josh Allen is dogging every single team that he faced every single week, and it's a shame that the Buffalo Bills lost against the, the, uh, the Phoenix uh, Cardinals. It's a shame on that Hail Mary because the way this team is playing, man, we would have been on, what, like a 10-game win streak? Yeah,
2: insane. Ain't getting enough credit, man. He's not, and and that's not even like Homer. Take he is not getting enough credit for what he's doing. And people, like you said, people are starting to see him on prime time. And I think you're gonna see a lot more Josh Allen jerseys pop up because you know how it is, man. The home, you know, people start like getting on the bandwagon, which you know, Bills Mafia. We got tons of room on the bandwagon. We love it. Yeah, come through. The real real was no. We know what's up. Like. And I love that you mentioned that he doesn't have the the rep count like some of these other uh, you know quarterbacks coming out because he just doesn't like he's still learning like Baker Mayfield is as, as good as he's gonna get,
1: and that's the scary part, man. Yeah, like Josh is just now learning, learning to how play. to play football. Yeah, that's the scary part, man. It's gonna be Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes for the next fifteen years.
2: Yep, yep. And
1: I can't wait to be a freaking buffalo bills fan for the next decade and a half
2: yeah and i think he even had look he even has the edge on patrick mahomes in the sense that patrick mahomes came into like all these weapons he can't he from day one he had kelsey he had hill he i mean they were they were already stacked josh allen didn't have that and I think if you add, you know, I think if 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 Brandon Bean and these guys they go into this this in the draft season they go get like a a Kadarius Tony or somebody like that from Florida, somebody who's just pure speed, like jet sweep, you know, send them on a go, like dude, this offense is going to explode. All they need is speed. They just need one more key speed at whether that's a running back or a slot wide receiver, dude. I'm telling you, bro, the 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 Bills' office is gonna erupt.
1: I'm 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 just like you know I'm at this point and and I know I just gave my little speech there for Josh Allen for MVP. I, I'm I'm so thoroughly impressed with the work that Sean McDermott, Brian Dayball, Ken Dorsey, you know Jordan Palmer. I, I'm so impressed with the work that these guys have put in with Josh Allen because he really has turned from a raw like just somebody that nobody thought would really develop into greatness. He went from that to, holy crap, this dude kind of looks like a big Aaron Rodgers on the field. Sometimes that's the comparison that I hear a lot. Now when I'm watching him, people like, like what for the Buffalo bills, that's the that's, same franchise, man. We went through EJ. We went through <laughs> JP, JP. We went through Trent. We went through, you know, we went through all of these guys with acronyms and and bad names, man. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we just went through it and it, sorry to anybody else named trent no hey. guess to anybody
2: <laughs> My guy thad lewis you're not gonna say thad lewis <laughs>
1: man it, it, and we had like to what is it Darius jackson tra, traverius, traverius jackson and uh Rest in peace, by the way he passed away not too long ago
2: what's that dude's name uh jeff tool or joe tool or jeff
1: tool yep yeah we had dude, jeff tool it's been rough. we had um What's the kid that was in Ohio now, and and now he's like he came from Ohio, and now he's out. We had Cardell Jones, like dude. We went through these names, and we went through these characters that just they wanted to be the guy. They wanted to be the guy, and I and you know there's a few of them. I had faith in man, and I thought would be special. I thought J P. Lawson was gonna be special. Yeah, I did. I did when he first came in. I thought he was gonna be special. I thought E J. was gonna be special before he injured his knee. I thought he was gonna be special. Um. But man, Josh is here, and he's the real deal.
2: Yeah, dude. I, I sometimes I don't even like believe it, like that he's a franchise quarterback. Like I'm just like, is this is this like it's a uh, it's hard to believe, man. We we've been so deprived of a good quarterback, dude. Like somebody we cannot like, we know, like we always talked up our quarterbacks, but like the world is actually taking notice. Like yo, y'all got a real dude back there now. Like
1: yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going. You know, I just we actually this was supposed to be like 25, 30 minutes. I don't <laughs> want to keep you too long because I could talk to you all day. So before we go, man, let me wrap this up and and uh, I need a prediction for you. So Buffalo Bills Monday Night Football against the New England Patriots in wait isn't it? Are we in New England or we, it's in New in England? New England. Yeah. in New England. What's your prediction? What's your score prediction? And then what's your stat line for Josh?
2: Uh, 36-13 Bills. I think Josh Woo! is gonna go. Yeah, I think Josh is gonna go twenty-eight of thirty-six for three twenty-four and three touchdowns.
1: Ooh, talk that tux, <laughs> yeah, talk, Sterles.
2: Yeah, that No, no, Stephon Gilmore. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. Partially torn quad. That's that's rough. He done. You know, yeah, he done. Shout out to my guy Stefan Gilmore, man. I really yeah. hope that you you can recover well. Um, you know. It's tough that your family won't get to watch you on prime time against the bills. That's, that's really tough, man. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. No, and then before I go, there's one thing I just want to drop you with, and I just want okay. you to think about this and you can hit me on it later. Right. But just think when, when, when Brandon Bean cleans up this little cap situation we got and they, they mm-hmm. might even give us a 20 million that they were taking away. Just think how many free agents are going to want to come to Buffalo because they know they're going to win a title.
1: It's gonna just, be, think, just think gonna be, what you could do with that. Just think about like the big names who would never even consider Buffalo. Like just think about now on the map now. Like, like people going to be wanting to be traded to Buffalo. On the map now. Just think like, about no. it. that's something
2: we don't even think about. I don't know
1: about it. It's going to be people that want that's going to try to You know how AD forced himself to LA? Mm-hmm. It's going to be boys that want to play with Josh. Yeah. It's going to be guys that want to play alongside Trey White. It, it, yo, it's, I'm telling you, it's a different, it's a different time. It's a different time. So, let's get on out of here, man. Why don't you go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you over there at Cover One and what you got going on. And uh, and, and yeah, and, and shout out to my boys over at Cover One. Shout out to my man E E Easy E, my man Eric, <laughs> my man Greg. You know, and and I got a, I got a special love for my man Aaron Quinn. But but go ahead and, and let everybody know where they can find you and Anthony and and, and what you got going on.
2: Yeah, man. So, you know, you can find on Tuesday nights, man, we are on YouTube, uh, YouTube and Twitter. uh, You know, the hoof live on cover one. Uh, My Twitter handle is is at Furrow Sterling. You can always find me there. And our other guys, uh, EF Brown, that's Eric. And then uh, Anthony Romeo NY, that's uh, Anthony, the dude with the suit. Uh, But yeah, man, we just we just over there grinding, man, trying to provide the best content we can. Uh, you know, we kind of have our little niche at cover one, you know, we're kind of the nerds, I guess, if you want to call it, but we try to, pro- you know, we're starting to try to provide more entertainment factor as well. Uh, and more interaction with the fans. So, but yeah, dude, we're always looking to, uh, to better ourselves to be better. You know, we, we got to compete with you, man. You know, I got to compete man. with you. Cause we family, you know, that's how we, that's how we get down. But, uh, dude, that's yeah, been- I'll,
1: be, I'll be watching y'all too. I, I, I've tried not to comment. Cause I, you know, I, I've noticed now, like, god is good to me man i'm noticing that people are noticing me so when i watch my brother's shows i try not to comment because i don't want to take the attention away from what y'all doing but i be watching because it's like okay i see where y'all going so i gotta come back and smack these boys in the face so (laughs) so trust me i'm definitely watching i'm still watching hump day hotline with my man joe and now clay you know um and i still watch so i'm watching my man Greg and Aaron, I watch them because I need to make sure, like, okay, I need to be on par with some of this stuff. So,
2: no, dude, you winning, bro. We blessed to have you in the Bills community, bro. It's like seriously, like you do so much and it doesn't get talked about enough, bro. So you're you're on your way, man. You yeah, dude, I appreciate go, you, man. Hey bro, I'm I'm trying to grab your coattails, dog. You know
1: how it is. <laughs> man, come, on, dog. come on, man. I'm trying to be like you, it's just so people know. Like when you hear black men go on that, yo, I'm trying to be like you. Like that's nothing but love. So just embrace that. If you ever in, if you ever around that, you hear black men on that, man. I'm trying to get like you. That that's that's a love environment. So you know, shout out to my menstruals. I appreciate you for coming on tonight, man. I know that you uh, you know, like I said, you got busy. Is we all got a lot of stuff going on right yeah, now. So I appreciate sure. it. And uh but yo, we gonna get up. I gotta I gotta get myself out there to Denver. I'm a, I'm a, um if they let if they let fans really come to some of these basketball games that that Lakers and, and Denver game, I'm gonna make sure. I'm coming. I'm coming dog. That's real.
2: I got a plug on tickets. Real like almost courtside tickets too. So when okay. all that no. works out, I got you
1: yeah let's do that because because for real we got to make that happen and I got, I got a decent plug too on some tickets too so even if you want to catch it like a phoenix joint whatever we got to get up
2: oh yeah i gotta see chris paul
1: out there bro yeah yeah he <laughs> gonna kill he gonna kill so everybody y'all know the drill man y'all take care of each other y'all love each other and live in peace and go bills
2: yeah peace Don't out man conduct.
0: From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.